Good people, this is your boy, the real Reggie, aka Young Clifton, and I'm here for a first rounder's instant reaction to the Braves. It's probably going to come up on on the title. In fact, I'm going to actually implore B. Willingham to actually make this the title. But they went on like suckers tonight. They went on like suckers against the Philadelphia Phillies as they lost eight to three on the Phillies home turf. They their their chance to go for a repeat has has gone up in flames. They have they flamed out spectacularly in this game, this entire series. And it's 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 an absolute complete complete, you know it's 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 definitely, you know, sickening saddening to just see them go out this way and and a chance to re repeat i mean brandon me and brandon actually talked about this before i actually started to get on but it's true that he said that you can't win them all but that is true but you also can't go out like chumps either and the braves really didn't put up any type of resistance except for game two and they just completely look like the team before 2018. This is like the rebuild Braves. This looks like the Braves that that you know were Braves in name only back in, back before Turner Field was was officially you know shut down and, and before they moved to moved to Truist. And this is just I don't know. Like I said I'm, this is one of the better college football weekends, and I actually watched. Been watching the Alabama Tennessee game, which is actually turned into a game. Tennessee was up big for half, then Alabama stormed back tied, and on the next possession, Tennessee just went down the field and scored. And I think Alabama's driving right now, so we're in the midst of a good, in the midst of a good game. And the Braves game is actually on at the same time, so I was actually trying to watch both. But at some point, I was like, if when Michael Harris or Carl Lacuna both both tried to try their damnedest to try to get ease at the same time. I just I just knew them that yeah this this was going to this was done. This was it. No need to watch it. This kiss the baby. Grand opening, grand closing. Season's done. Season's done. I hate to be the one to just, you know, make takes like that early or just give up on just give up on the game, but it, it is what it is, man. You, if, if you've watched it, you, you saw it with your own eyes. This, and, and th this, this wasn't it. And honestly, this wasn't the Braves team that we have been used to seeing, you know, for, for a minute, actually. Outside of the Mets series, in which they made all the plays, they couldn't do any wrong, this was the complete opposite of 
of what we saw Southern do last year when they got to the playoffs and what and what you know they were doing, you know, even even early in the year to get back into the pennant race. This was this was not the same team. This was a team who who just again before going before I go any further, I'm just going to say about this instant. I just see it's it's just me. One of the reasons that it's just me tonight is because of the fact that um my birthday week is actually coming up. And instead of trying to trying to, you know, accommodate, trying to accommodate, you know, me trying to get on the schedule and try to just make work days that doesn't work for for the rest of us. We're just gonna get to y'all, at least try our best to get to y'all, you know, the regular program on on Wednesday. And I'm just, you know, wish the boys well here. But but with this though, I've you know, the last time we did an instant was last year, right after the Braves actually won the World Series. So it's kind of ironic that the next instant that we do was almost a year later to talk about an unfortunate Braves loss, but but that's that. And you can say that this is something that I hope that we would do in the near future also. Just more instant reactions on some of the biggest sports, sports, you know, stories and happenings going on. But but for right now, in terms of, you know, this this instant, this is a – you're going to hear a lot of takes. You're going to read a lot of things. If you're a Braves fan or if you're just a baseball fan in general, you're going to read a lot of things talking about, you know, factors, soft factors like rest versus rust the new playoff format and you know you're going to be talking about things of that nature but guys i'm just going to tell y'all man just that's noise in the grand scheme of things the grand scheme of things is great just didn't get it done there's no other way around it you didn't get it done y'all they they just played like shit down the stretch and like i said if it wasn't for the Mets series they had to struggle to actually win the nl east Right after the series, because the pennant still wasn't won. They still had to just get one game, one game from the Miami Marlins, and it was like, and and it was like trying to, it's it's it was basically you know like, like trying to you know get get blood from a stone, trying to trying to beat the Marlins, a team that before that last series, Marlins won four total games against the Braves, and sixteen tries, four games. And they barely were able to get past them in in the clinching game that that we needed. So this team just didn't this team just didn't get it done. Just didn't get it done. And I want to just you know show you all or at least bring up some stats. At least from going back to that Miami series, so I could at least show you all the trend that that's actually happened, actually been happening. So we're going to forget that, that first game. That first game after after we swept the Mets, they arrived in in Miami at 4 a.m. Probably didn't get a chance to see their beds either, either like between 5 or 5.30. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore that. I'm actually, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're not machines, but – Hey, they they had to, you know, they they're professionals. They had to play a game, but 
that scheduling didn't do him any type of justice. So we'll just ignore that though. But in the game that I said that they needed to clinch, it was a game they won two to one. And for the total at bats, 32 at bats for the team, only two runs scored, only eight hits, two RBIs. Austin Raleigh, your NL, at one time NL MVP candidate, three for, three for zero for three rounds, three at bats, zero runs, zero hits, no RBIs. Ronald Acuna, three at bats, one hit, one RBI. Dansby Swanson, four at bats, no runs, no hits. Matt Olson, five at bats, no runs, one hit. There's actually a pattern, a pattern being being established here. And even though we we did win win that game, if we didn't, we would have had to have gone to gone to a game three and tried to actually win that one. But Max Freed apparently did make the trip down to South Beach. And if they didn't win that second game, we might have had a different a different story story altogether. And again, they actually hit, but the pitching I said it hasn't, you know, been pitching, didn't do us any any favors in that game. So we lost a series to a team that we have all but owned this entire season. But we, we we took one game. We just needed one game. Rest to get ready for the get ready for the postseason. Very good. So one of the recipes to postseason victories is having an ace pitcher. Have a good pitcher that you can count on to get outs to. Again, there's there's a reason why they are the ace, and strong pitching usually beats strong hitting throughout a playoff series. And Max Fried has been our ace. He's been the Braves' ace. He's been one of the best left-handers in the game. And he's somebody who, again, very reliable, very, very steady. So you would definitely want to put the ball in his hands on for game one in the playoff series. And you're at home at Truist Park on top of that. So, so if the tables were set, for you to actually, you know, do to do some damage, take take the take game one again, first first game in a new playoff format. You know, DS best five. So well, yeah, get well best three out of five. So you won't match free to have the ball at this moment. But here's what happens when your ace doesn't play like an ace. Max Freed's stats. He pitched three one-third inning. And that three and one-third, he gave up eight hits, six runs, four of them, four of them earned with the 10.8 ERA. So that means that not even not, not even a third of the way in, in, in the third inning, you already are down four runs. You've already given up, given up four runs before 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 you can even before you can even get a third of the way through, a third of the way through the total game. 
And on top of that, after he left, he left two on when he did. So again, he gave up six. So you actually gave up six by the time the fourth quarter runs around. You're down six one. And the absolute truth of the matter is the Braves might be the best NL, NL, you know, home run hitting team in the league, but when you are giving up six runs, that does you absolutely no good. It does you, it does you no good, and that's just too big of a hole to, to climb out of, no matter who you are. And speaking of, you know, good home, home run hitting teams, this team hasn't been hitting like they have throughout throughout the season. In this first game, two for nine with, team, with you know, runners in scoring position. Ronald Acuna did something though. Three hits, four, so three hits out of four at bats, one run. Dansby Swanson struggled, one hit out of out of five at bats. Austin Raleigh, again, your NL MVP candidate, give you absolutely nothing. No hits, four at bats. Matt Olson, probably the only probably definitely your best offensive player throughout the entire series. He gave you Two hits, two runs at for three at bats. Michael Harris has been hot. He's been a hot rookie all year. Four at bats, no runs, no hits. Yeah, again, what a time to hit the rookie wall. But the Braves made it a game. Like I said, Matt Olson's bomb definitely got it closer, but. You just can't give up. Your eighth cannot give up. Sixth earned, <laughs> sixth earned in under four innings. That's just not no. It, it, it can't happen. You can't win games like that. It, it puts undue pressure on on the rest of the team to perform. You start pressing, and things you know just just only only get worse from there. So, I don't. Max really hasn't looked like Max even coming into the series. He looked good doing the message before he had to get before he had to get taken out. And allegedly the stomach bug was a was a reason why he didn't make the trip down to Miami for the Miami series. And allegedly, whatever issue, whether it was stomach bug, flu, whatever you want to call it, that same issue also took him out for or at least. It was an issue that may, might have he may have been, you know, dealing with in the first game in the Philly series. I'm not here to make excuses. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but again, Max hasn't been a true ace. Oh, he had to play like an ace for the past month and a half. He just hasn't. And his last starts, again, outside of that Mets series, has been a testament to that. Not getting it done. That's the theme I'm trying to establish. Just not getting it done. It's just not getting it done. Now we won game. We won game two. Shout out to Kyle Wright. If if I'm going to you know use this time to to you know to express my disappointment and dunk on the Braves, then I will give props where props is due. Kyle Wright pitched his ass off in game two to at least save the series. So, so props, props to him. A little bit better hitting, but again, only three, 
Yeah, only three runs, but I guess that we only that's all we needed. The three runs, but still not 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 a very not a very sterling, even in the win, not a very sterling, you know, sterling hitting effort. It wasn't until the fourth quarter, I want to fourth quarter, <laughs> fourth inning, I want to say that we actually actually got some runs on the board. Nope, the sixth inning. Like I said, I'm just going through all these stats right here at the same time when I'm trying to record for for you good listeners. But it wasn't until the sixth inning since we actually got our runs. All of our runs were scored in that inning. So still not the absolute best effort. And the box scores there, yeah, we were uh, three for four with teams with, you know, runners of scoring position. Huh? Okay. We'll definitely we'll take it a whole lot better, but we just need to get men in scoring position in order to actually, you know, do do something. So that takes us to game three, in which the most unsnit move, the most anti-snit move ever was done when he named Spencer Strider the starter for game three. Now, to to be transparent, Spencer Strider didn't – he wasn't posted in. He was on the 15-day IL because of an oblique issue. So the TBD was always, was always you know, on the schedule for the Braves. I thought Charlie Morton would have gotten the start since, you know, he's a veteran. And, again, it's the slip move to use Charlie Morton because he always trusts his veterans. That's, that's Brian Snipper for you. He trusts his veterans and – Hey, for better or worse, for better or worse, if y'all follow the Braves and y'all follow Ryan Snicker, that's that's his mo. Is that he will go with his veterans and he'll ride his veterans. You know, win, lose, or draw, he's always going to you know die on die on the performance of his veterans. But he didn't do that this time. He pitched. He brought in the rook who hasn't played in over a month, but he does have. He is undefeated. With the 1.27 ERA and 34 strikeouts of the Phillies, so he's he's dominated the Phillies throughout the regular season. But this isn't the regular season, people. This is Game Three of a pivotal five-game series. You're bringing back someone who hasn't pitched over a month, and he's a rookie. Unfortunately, the results panned out just as as you would think they would. Strider. Two and a third innings pitched, three hits, five runs, all of them earned. With most of that damage done in the third inning. So like I said, I already told y'all that two, 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 two and a third innings pitched. You gave up six runs already. You can't win ball games between your best pitchers or giving up so many runs so early in the game. You just can't do it. You can't win games. And, and again, to compound the problems, the best home run hitting team in the entire league can't hit. Look at these stats. Conor Lacuna, four at-bats, only one hit. Dansby Swanson, four at-bats, one hit, one run. Matt Olson, two at bats, no hits, no runs. 
Austin Raleigh, four, four at-bats, no hits, no run. Again, your NL MVP candidate for most of the year. And up to this point, and included this game, well, y'all didn't know him. He's, he's been a guest on the show. My, my, my brother, Demetrius, and shout out to him. He's celebrating his birthday right now in the 6th. So, so big shout out to him, man. I hope he's definitely living it. Well, I know he's living it up up there. And there's a big, big shout out to him. And we were discussing a crazy stat that included this game four. I'm talking about, you know, excuse me, including, you know, game three, not including the game that was just played tonight. Austin Raleigh has been one and 12 for this entire playoff series. And again, we still haven't gotten the game. Game four yet, so we still have possibly two more games. But if you watch, if you watch, you know, if you're on this pod, then you know that we didn't get the fifth one though. But still got one more game to just show y'all to you know give a closing argument about you know the pattern that's being established here. Travis Darno, two hits, four at bats. Michael Harris, he is the raw. One hit out of four at-bats. Ozuna, who I'm trying to figure out why on earth we put him in DH and not William Contreras. But, again, the results are exactly as y'all would imagine. Four at-bats, no hits, no runs. Just not getting it done. Not getting it done. The Phillies got it done. Phillies scored nine runs in this in this game. Phillies getting it done all over again. They they got it done in the game four, seven to six. Even made a good defensive play to actually save the game. They've been a bad defensive team all year. Getting it done. And now we come to the game that has just been been played. Game four, closeout game for the Braves. And another wild stat for you all. This is actually the first. Closeout game that the Braves have played in an over a season because they didn't play they didn't play any closeout games last year. You have to go back to Game Six of of the NLCS in that shortened COVID year for the Braves actually play out a close. Last time the Braves played a closeout closeout game, or at least a game in which they are in danger of being closed out. So this is the first closeout game in in almost two years. And again, Charlie Bourne, he said that he he probably should have gone in the in in the last game that they pitched Strider in, but he struggled all year. And the results are again as you would expect for somebody who hasn't played his best ball down the stretch. Charlie Bourne, two innings pitched. He gave up four hits, three, three runs, all of them earned. With one walk and and one strikeout, and the bomb that he did give up was a three run, was a three run home run. Again, in two innings, you can't get down good to a team that's finally gets that, that's finally gets stroke, Paul. <laughs> but ah, uh, the Phillies have been swinging the bats. Ain't no other way. Again, get to get done. They're good to get done. 
Pigeons getting it done again. Like I said, people are going to blame, blame, you know, the playoff format. You're going to read people saying that the Phillies didn't deserve to get in. They were only a sixth seed, but that's sports for you. You just need to get hot at the right moment. And you know what? The Phillies are getting hot just like the Braves got hot last year. They're swinging the bats. Their pitchers can't be hit. They're the ones, again, they're getting it done. They're getting it done, and we didn't. That's why they're the Braves are getting ready to either go back, go back home or go to Cancun, Cabo, the Bahamas, wherever. But they're not going to be playing next week. They're not going to be playing for another ring. They're going to be enjoying the rings that they had. But, again, that's last year. But we're going to see if this offseason is going to determine, you know, whether or not they're going to, you know, continue to have the sustained success or they can, you know, become like the Washington Nationals a couple of years ago. Be just a cool little story about a team that eh, nobody really expected, expected nothing much of, but it's somehow won the worst series. Bravo. Give a little golf clap. Are they going to be satisfied with just have giving, you know, little golf claps and pats on the back saying that, oh, y'all y'all, y'all won. Y'all won last year. Good job. Good for you. You'll be satisfied with that. Are we actually going to be in the business of getting championships? Like I said, Alex Anthopoulos, Braves GM, has a big offseason coming up. Are they safe that we need to – I think we need some pitching. We need to get guys who can actually get out. And we've had a very, a very suspect start to that because we we're paying, we re-upped Charlie Warner for $20 million. The problem with that is he's 38 years old. And if you're not, if you're 38 plus and your name is not Justin Verlander, guess what? You're going down. Your career is actually on the downside. And it's clear that Charlie's is, and I don't know. Twenty million dollars is something that I, I mean, Alex Anthopoulos has done a, has made a lot of great moves for us, but in terms of you know some of the pitching moves, this includes Jake Odorizzi. Even though Jake actually ate up some innings in 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 the last game in Game Three of this NLDS to actually save the bullpen, so I'll at least you know I'll give him props on that. He'll. He definitely, you uh, know, he did his job there. But the pitching moves, if they, if they haven't been bullpen moves, they've been suspect. At this point, you could just pray that somehow Ian gets healthy. He figures it out again. And you, right now, I think you're hoping against hope that somehow you'll see Mike Soroka actually come back in any shape or form. I'm, I'm starting to lose some, some faith on that end, unfortunately. but. The aforementioned Dansby Swanson didn't have a great series, but hey, he's still one of the better shortstops in the, the shortstops in, in all of you know the league. And you you let Freddie walk this past year. I I hope that this this is this isn't the case. But the fact that all the deals that were made during the season, man, you, you locked up Raleigh for you locked up Raleigh for a for a long time. You locked up you locked up some of your young core. You locked up Michael Harris. You locked up. You just locked up Spencer Strider, you know, before the series even began. And so you you're locking up 
it's young core, but seems like everything is still, you know, has gone dark on Dansby's and Dansby's possible negotiations. And I don't know, y'all. It's like I said, this is it's gonna be an interesting offseason now. We're gonna really see, you know, if if and how long we can we can, you know, stay this stay this course. I mean, five five straight in on these championships. I'm definitely glad we did get did win another one. And yes, we needed we needed the bye week. We needed that rest. Some guys, again, Acuna been dealing with all sorts of injuries throughout the entire season. I think that was something that we needed. We needed the bye week at this time. I didn't think we needed to go straight into a series, but again, we just didn't get it done, people. We just didn't get it done. We try to overcomplicate things and try to look for look for reasons that have nothing to do nothing to do with the argument. But I just hope that I was able to at least establish for this series and for the 2022 postseason, the Braves just weren't the, the best versions of themselves. As sports, it absolutely sucks. I was looking forward to at least another NLCS run, but you know, I know it's just tough to see them, you know, just just go out and in in their first you know first first postseason series of the year. No, it wasn't technically the first round, but it was still it was still early. Like I say, you couldn't get out of a divisional series. You couldn't get out of it, and you just didn't. You just didn't hit. You couldn't pitch. You needed it. That's simple, guys. That's simple. God, I hope the God, I hope the Falcons win. Y'all better win tomorrow, y'all. That's all I gotta say. Y'all better win tomorrow, Falcons. Better win tomorrow. But this has been. Um, first rounders, instant reaction. As always, man, shout out to to my brothers, King Leon, B. Willingham, our founder, and Corporal Rivers. Make sure that y'all like, share, and subscribe to any and all platforms that has podcasts, except for Pandora. But everywhere that you listen and you're taking your podcast, just make sure y'all like, share, subscribe, spread the word. Give us feedback, bad, good, indifferent. We said that we'll we'll definitely take it all. And again, won't be able to get get in with the boys next week, but that should be. But y'all know that they that they always bring it, and definitely look forward to hear hearing you know some of their some of their takes on some of the biggest sports stories of of the week. But till then, guys. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Enjoy the rest of these games. And till the next time.